0: You're watching KCMI-TV. Well, thank you for joining us. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, prophecy uh, from maybe a different aspect. And this was really rolling over my spirit this morning in prayer. Um, A lot of times we don't understand the prophetic. And, you know, of course people will hear a prophetic word and feel like, well then it has to be fulfilled at all costs. And, and a lot of times we will attach a time frame to it when we think it should be fulfilled. And all of these really can create some error for us and cause discouragement. So um, there's prophecy uh, as far as the Lord is concerned, has different things attached to it. Sometimes prophecy is activated because there's a need uh, sometimes prophecy is activated because it is time controlled and it has to be fulfilled in a certain time. Uh, sometimes prophecy can be fulfilled because it requires faith to be connected to it. Um, and a lot of times it, it's fulfilled by our response to it. So uh, I was thinking this kind of started this morning when um, I begin to think about this Jesus the Bible said had never uh, he had never done any miracles he, his ministry really had not yet started and uh, he's with his disciples and he's invited to a wedding and uh, in Cana and the Bible says that <clears throat> the the master of the house ran out of wine and this was a real faux pas in those times because a lot of times a wedding could last a week. And so his mother is with him and she comes to him and she says, they've run out of wine, and he said, my time has not yet come. And he, the mother looks at them and she says, whatever he says, do it. And so Jesus knew that his time for ministry Uh, really had not yet come to fruition, but in that moment, his mother looked at him, and she activated his time for ministry. She activated the prophetic in him, and the way that she did that was she took her faith. She knew who Jesus was, and she knew that he could meet that need, and she looked at those Those men of the house, the servants, she said, whatever he says, do it. And when her faith got a hold of Jesus, the Bible said he looked at them. He said, fill those water pots full of water. And when they began to fill them up with water, the Bible said, he said, then serve them. Jesus, I don't think, came to that wedding with the intention of doing anything miraculous and he said he said my time has not yet come uh, Solomon said this he said to everything there is a season there's a time frame attached to it and of course our whole lives are regulated by time there's nothing that controls us more than time and Jesus talked about this he says you got to redeem the time for the days are evil And so the reason that time exists in our lives is because death exists. And the reason death exists is because sin exists. The Bible says that when lust is conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And when sin is finished, it brings forth death. So there are some things that have yet to be fulfilled that the scripture has talked about. And not all prophecy, and this is a real mistake with a lot of believers, they think that because it's prophesied, then it has to be fulfilled. Not always. Um, The Bible says that we prophesy according to a measure of faith and that we see in part and we know in part. A lot of times, God will prophesy something to us and tell us what's possible in our future. When you go back uh, to the scriptures in um, in Numbers chapter six, it's talking about um, it says a Nazarite valve. It says there shall no razor come upon his head until his days be fulfilled. And in the New Testament, when John the Baptist, who was a Nazarite, when he was in the womb, the angel of the Lord came to Elizabeth and begin to prophesy to her and he began to declare prophetically that he set for the rise and the fall of many and that he's going to do incredible things in Israel but he said there are conditions And he told the mother, he said, these are certain things that he has to abstain from, and this is the way that you have to raise him. I am totally convinced if Elizabeth had not obeyed the instructions of the word of the Lord concerning John the Baptist, he would have never been the forerunner of Christ. It would have been given to somebody else. And so the prophetic word of the Lord over John's life was conditional to his mother's response. There are many times that God will release a prophetic word in our lives, and how many of us have been to a conference or been in a service where God used somebody prophetically and we got a word of the Lord, and it really leaped in our spirit. But there, God requires us to be a steward of the prophetic word that comes in our lives, and if you know, somebody could lay hands and you say, thus saith the Lord, you're going to play the piano in a tremendous way. That doesn't mean you're going to wake up in the morning like a savant and be able to play the piano. It might mean God saying that I'm going to give you the ability to do it, but you're going to have to practice. And so there are some words that when God releases them, they'll only come to pass if our obedience is attached to them. Sometimes they're only released as if our faith is attached to them. That All of us have gotten some prophetic words that we thought, wow, you know, this is going to be great, but God requires our faith. I remember um, many, many years ago there was a, a prophet, his, his name was Wallace Heflin. And at that time I was totally unknown, I was struggling as an evangelist. Um, I knew I had a call of God in my life and I was in a meeting and he came to me after I got done ministering and he laid hands on me and he began to prophesy to me. And it was a tremendous prophetic word of the Lord. And I thought, wow, you know, this is, um, I'm getting ready to see God just open up incredible doors and my ministry is going to really begin to to blossom and, and to bear fruit. It took almost it probably took over 30 years for that prophetic word of the Lord to come to pass in my life. And I really believe the reason why is God released that prophetic word over my life to give me something, a goal, or to give me encouragement. But God needed my character and my maturity to come to a certain place that when the prophetic word of the Lord was going to be fulfilled, that it would not be sabotaged or it wouldn't be shipwrecked because I was not able to handle what God was going to do. Some of you have had a word of the Lord over your life, but God is holding that word back from being fulfilled because he is building in you character, he's building in you uh, some ability and some strength to be able to match what God is going to do. Um, There are some words that that are prophetic words that they're released or they're fulfilled because there is a need in the atmosphere. And if you go back to the book of Ezra, uh, chapter one of verse one, it says this, the Lord stirred up, (laughs) this is so good, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord spoken by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled. See, Jeremiah had already prophesied that God's house, that Jerusalem was going to be rebuilt. But everything in the natural was out of sync with the prophetic word. There, is, there was no way in the natural it looked like that was going to come to pass. So, for the word of God to be fulfilled. The Lord says this, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. And there are some words that it just takes time. In this instance, God needed this word to be fulfilled, so he shifted the environment. He stirs up the spirit of the king of Cyrus uh, Cyrus king of Persia and Cyrus at, up until this point had no intention all of a sudden God puts it in his heart stirs his spirit and says I need to see the walls of Jerusalem rebuilt why because God needed the word that Jeremiah had already prophesied to be fulfilled and I think that we're in a time and don't be moved by what you see in the natural everything that God has spoken prophetically I believe all our nation is going to come to pass if we are in alignment with the word of the Lord. God can cause people, he can move on them to do things that they never thought they would do simply so the word of the Lord can come to pass. Now, there are, there, there are some... God moves on people. Um, I was just going through this scripture here, and it says... And was there talking about Joseph taking Jesus to Egypt. He said, was there until the death of Herod that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the, of the Lord by the prophet saying, out of Egypt I have called my son. So God moves on Herod. He, he sends out a death warrant on babies and the Lord appears to Joseph in a dream and he says, I need you to take Jesus to Egypt so the word of the Lord could be fulfilled because prophecy had said out of Egypt, I have called my son. So everything right now that's in the earth is controlled by what God has already declared. The present doesn't determine what's going to happen What God has already declared prophetically determines what's happening in the present. And so God moves on Joseph. Why? Simply so. What the prophet had prophesied would come to pass. In Matthew chapter 2 and verse uh, 23, it says, And Jesus came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophets, he shall be called a Nazarene. He wasn't even intending to live in Nazareth. He had left Capernaum. But the Bible said he was moved on to go to Nazareth. Why? Because the prophets had prophesied about Jesus he was going to be a Nazarene. So the Lord orchestrated circumstances so the word could be fulfilled. We sometimes don't understand how powerful prophecy is. Now there are some prophecies that are independent of man. They are simply time control. They can't be fulfilled before the right time and they won't go past the right time, but they will be fulfilled on time. And there are many many prophecies that God has given that really don't have anything to do with man's response god just says this is what's going to happen for you go back to matthew 24 uh, the lord says that these are going to be end time signs he says nation's going to rise against nation there'll be pestilence there'll be famine there'll be war all of these things what is god doing he is prophesying the environment of our day And so all of these things that we're seeing, the wars that we're seeing, the the pestilence, which literally means plague, which was the coronavirus and the SARS, all of these things have to happen. Why? Because God said they were going to happen. See, prophecy is, this is the beautiful thing about God. When God moves on men to prophesy, he's just not giving them words. God is because he's omniscient and omnipresent. God has the ability to know the end from the beginning. See, we know in part and we see in part. It's like for you and I, we would, we would look at a picture, but it's not completely done. And maybe it's dealing with the journey of an individual. And we would see only part of that journey because that's all the painter has painted. But for God, he already sees the painting complete. He just doesn't see part of the man's journey. He sees the whole journey. For life, God has the ability to see all the way to the end, even though we haven't been there. And it's hard for us to wrap our minds around this. So when the Lord moves on prophets of the old and they begin to declare this is gonna happen, that's gonna happen, all that's happening was God was declaring what he could already see. And the prophetic word of the Lord that, that God is beginning to fulfill he is fulfilling it because he has declared it. And so prophecy controls the environment. The environment doesn't control our, uh, our prophecy. And so there are, some, there are some prophetic words that have to be fulfilled in their time. Uh, for example, um, the Bible says that they, they, did, they gambled for Jesus' garment. Why? Because prophecy said they would. Uh, one of the things the Romans always did when somebody was crucified on a cross, uh, you know, they, they would try to extend their life and so they would push themselves up on their legs so they could breathe. So the soldiers would come by and they would break the legs of the individual, excruciating the process, so they could no longer push with their legs and they would suffocate. But the Bible says, if Jesus, not one bone shall be broken. See, he prophesied that through Isaiah. So when the soldiers come and they rear back to to break the legs of Jesus, they don't. Of course, we know it's because he's already dead. But they couldn't break them. It didn't, it didn't matter how much they wanted to break the legs of Jesus, they could not break them because the word of the Lord said not one word shall, not one bone shall be broken. God has prophesied over the church in this hour that she will be a glorious church, that he's coming back with a shout over a triumphant church without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. So it doesn't matter what it looks like right now. The church will line up with the prophetic word of the Lord. In the Old Testament, and I think I preached about this a few days ago, the Lord is prophesying and he says, yet it is for a little while. What he was saying is I'm releasing the word now, but it's not going to be fulfilled right now. It's going to be time controlled." There are some prophetic words of the Lord that God has released that could not be fulfilled before because they're controlled by time. God has declared, this is what's going to happen in this time. And it doesn't matter what man does. He can't stop it. it doesn't matter what evil men do. There are prophetic words of the Lord that, that have to be fulfilled because they are controlled by time. Um, Matthew eight seventeen it says, That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, himself, took our infirmities, and bore our sickness. When you look at what Jesus went through at Calvary, every facet of what he went through was already declared prophetically. So all that was taking place was prophecy was being fulfilled. When when Jesus uh, was dealing with um, Judas, Judas, um, I was looking here for the scripture. It says, though, that Jesus would be betrayed. Judas didn't have to be the one, but Jesus had to be betrayed because he said, my friend has lifted up his heel against me. This is why I can rest in this hour. It doesn't matter who controls politics, or who's president, or what kind of shape the church is in, God has already declared it. This is, when in the New Testament, for example, James, if there's any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the sick, anoint with oil, and and pray the prayer of faith, and, and we'll be healed. He's uttering something prophetic That if our faith attaches to it Then God's word will be fulfilled There is so much that has happened uh, When you go back and if you go back to your strongs And you just put in be fulfilled or prophecy You're going to go back through so many scriptures And um, you're going to find where it says That the word of the Lord might be fulfilled Everything these Old Testament prophets have prophesied Concerning nations and the end time, God is going to fulfill. We're, we're living in a time now where I never thought in my lifetime that I would see uh, the mark of the beast and a cashless society and all of these things that we're seeing come to pass. But they're coming to pass because we're close to the second coming of the Lord. And so they're going to be fulfilled because the word of the Lord can't fall by the wayside. And God's word cannot return into him void. So I, I want to encourage you that sometimes God will fulfill prophecy because there's a need. Jerusalem need to be rebuilt. Sometimes God will fulfill prophecy because our faith unites with it. And it's like the catalyst of faith unites with it and it causes that explosion And then sometimes prophecy is fulfilled simply because God said, this is the time, it has to be now. And then God does it. So rest in the Lord. The word of God can't return void. There are things that have been over your lives. I can tell you this. I've seen God fulfill prophecy in my life, in my wife's life, that we got 20, 30 years ago that we forgot about. And then all of a sudden God does something and we will remember. God said that. God loves you. He will perform his word. It will not fall by the wayside. The hand of God is upon you. God's hand is upon the nations, upon the earth. Let God be God. Rest in the word of the Lord, and it shall come to pass. God bless you. I'll see you next week.